Welcome back to the Poke the Bear Bod- Poke the Bear Podcast, brought to you by Boston Sports Syndicate. Michael Travers and Waba Plays bringing it to you again. Waba, welcome. Hello. Long time Hello. no talk. I now, know. How is the world of Waba Plays? The world of Waba Plays is good. I uh, I was telling you before. I feel like this uh, winter season has been nuts. Uh, finding out a one year old baby brings in all the germs. That's gross. Uh, but at least I've had the Bruins to watch and keep me warm when they're not losing uh, by six goals. Yeah, getting blown out. Not like that's happened over the last couple games or anything. So No, they uh, wouldn't do that to us. Not really that big of a deal. Uh, as a little surprise and a little bit of an announcement, we haven't said anything about this, but it's been it's been in the works for a week, maybe a few, maybe not even a week, a few days. I'm not good at keeping secrets. I so. said something on stream. Oh, <laughs> but he blew don't worry, it. I then, I then acted like nothing happened. So he blew it. I played it off. We have added a third voice to the Poke the Bear podcast, so I would like to welcome in Mr. Ryan Daly, aka Big Country. Ryan, thank you for joining us. Thank you for adding another voice, so it's just not me and Waba just talking back and forth. <laughs> we'll give people the chance to hear someone else's voice. So, welcome. No, no thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, excited to be here. Excited to talk to Bruins. Um. Obviously, we all met through Twitch and streaming and NHL, and if any of you have been in my stream, you know all I do is talk hockey. I don't think I actually talk about the gameplay at all. It's <laughs> My stream is mostly hockey talk, so I'm excited to uh, to bring my knowledge to, with you guys here. My favorite part, I don't know... I don't know if it's in your Twitch bio, Twitter bio, if you just say it a lot, or if I see it, but it's like average at gameplay or or hockey knowledge far superior to hockey gameplay. And I yep. feel like that's all three of us. Like that's like, <laughs> like that's that's like that Facts. that's that's awesome. But uh, what I, I mean, basically, what I want you to do is just kind of like introduce yourself. You know, you can introduce your channel, whatever whatever you want to do. Tell us about your fan level for the Bruins. Um, I know people can't see it, but behind you get a few different jerseys. Um, so other teams you like just just kind of introduce yourself so yeah uh ryan daly aka big country 7904 i stream over on twitch and youtube and twitter and instagram you know the whole the whole array but uh i mean i've been a bruins fan ever since i was a kid i grew up playing hockey still play hockey to this day um real hockey not nhl 20 um yeah no i can relate (laughs) so so, sometimes people like you say oh you play hockey they're like oh yeah you play on nhl no i legit play real hockey i play in tournaments i just did a pond hockey tournament up in vermont like last month so um i was at winnipesaki and it was miserable yeah so i did the lake fairly one or Farley, however you pronounce it, and the ice was so soft. Yeah, yeah. Guys was, were playing in boots before the end of the weekend. They they just said, it, screw it, and they just they were running around <laughs> on boots. Yeah, yeah. My buddy played in that one. He was telling me about that. Yeah. He said it was miserable. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, I've been a Bruins fan. My whole family is huge Bruins fans. Um, like you mentioned, I do have a few jerseys behind me. I got a Red Wings one and a Vegas one. Uh, the Red Wings was the team that I I like myself growing up in the nineties. 90s kid that red wings avalanche rivalry was if you have never seen any of those youtube it and go watch those 90s rivalry there was a bloodbath back in the day um love and the Nichols. red wings were winning and winning and winning and yeah, winning back when yeah, they made the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. yeah 22 straight seasons in a row yeah mm-hmm. so but yeah no i mean eisenman fedorov larianov Konstantinov, all the obs mm. uh that's a miracle line yeah, right? <laughs> Russian line. Russian five. So, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much my hockey background. 
But I'm excited to be here, talk some Bruins, talk some NHL. You know what's nice, too, is so all of us are obviously from the Boston area. But Big Country is the only one who sounds like he's from the Boston area. <laughs> Very so, Boston so, it's, so now so, people won't think we're like Canadian or something. Yeah, so now it's legit. So now we're now we're real. <laughs> uh, I don't hear. I don't hear it. Oh, you've got it. <laughs> of course oh, not. Yeah. Oh, you oh, you've got it. You've got it. <laughs> but um, nonetheless, nonetheless, we're we're excited to have you here and excited to at least have another opinion. So it's just not me and Waba just you know talking about nothing the whole time. So and like, just being wrong every time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, after listening to the first two episodes, I definitely disagreed with some stuff with you guys. So I think we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. Big Country said he's like, oh, I'm doing my research. I'm listening to the first two episodes. I'm like, please don't do that. Like, I don't think I did anything that was right. Like, and then now he's going to be, like, charged with all this ammunition to, like, well, in episode one, you said. <laughs> About the five-minute mark you mentioned. No. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> let me pull out my notes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, obviously, with the NHL right now, the biggest thing is the uh, trade deadline just happened. Uh, the Bruins make two moves. Um, I'll call them minor because I don't – actually, I'll call one minor, one major, but – um, I want to start with the, uh, Andre case, Kasha? no Kasha, <laughs> <laughs> which I will, I mean, I, I'm a big hockey fan, a huge hockey fan. And for like, I, I've known, I've known who, who, uh, Kasha is, but I've called him case for the last, I don't know, four years, because how is it not case? Like that, that's that's my I, like strike one already. Guy hasn't even played a game yet. Strike one already. How is you it better? Not, how is it not check case? yourself before you wreck yourself? <laughs> anyway, so the, the joke. So, <laughs> so they, so they send David Backus and um, and a pick, first round pick, and Axel Anderson over to the Ducks for Andre Kasha. Your thoughts. Let's start with Big Country. Your thoughts. I like it. They got underneath. They got out from underneath that Backus contract. First off, they needed to open up cap space. Backus was not going to play on this team. He was never going to have a role here. He hasn't played since what November. He, yeah, he got, not before then. He got waived. So he he got or I don't know. It, it signed like uh, <clears throat> he cleared waivers. to Providence. Yeah, he got designated to Providence, but yeah, they he told him he didn't have to go. In his contract, he didn't have to play. Yeah. So he literally was just sitting at home doing nothing um making money so i mean you figured the, the, the first round pick like i don't honestly don't mind that too much because it was going to be end of the draft anyways uh the bruins are on pace to make the playoffs right now on pace to win the atlantic um so you you gotta figure that's gonna be a back end uh, pick anyways, and then they're going to have... I mean, they got so much talent out in Providence right now anyways that, you know, you're going to either have to move these picks or move these players soon. So moving that pick was probably best to get that Bacchus contract out. And then Axel Anderson, I don't really know too much about him. He just got a cool name because his name's Axel. Nope. That's, <laughs> uh, that's pretty much where it starts and ends. I, I, like, yeah. I, I'm not even sure why Anaheim wanted that, but I mean, whatever. I don't know. It was probably just a throw-in. Right. Sell jerseys. So. Yeah, yeah, right. But Puts uh, first name on it instead of last. Just yeah, Axel. Right. Axel. <laughs> so, but Andre Case or Andre Kasha, however uh, you want to pronounce him. it. Um, <laughs> I mean, the guy, they, they're saying that 
if he played on the Bruins the entire year, he'd be the fourth in shots on goal for the Bruins. Uh, the guy's got a shot. Hopefully, I mean, playing with another Czech, David Krejci, will be able to open him up and get, you know, start potting some goals as long as he, as long as he can stay healthy. Uh, I guess he's healthy right now, but they wanted to get a couple more practices with Krejci and uh, DeBrusque. But, I mean, th- that game last night didn't matter much anyways because I don't think anyone showed up. So, but, yeah, no, I uh, I like the I like the trade. I think it definitely uh, definitely helps and opens up cap space. So, hopefully sign Toy Krug in the offseason here. Waba, your thoughts? Uh, you guys know how much I like Bacchus. Uh, it wasn't working out here regardless of my kicking and screaming, and I wish it didn't turn out the way it did. But all things considering, I can't believe they dealt him. Like, I'm not that they wanted to, but the fact that someone took him. I know the Bruins retained, you know, part of his salary that had to happen. The first round pick, like Country mentioned, fine. Um, it seems like everything worked out, and they got a player who's going to be fine for the team. So now we can sign some of these defenders in the offseason, which is good, and hopefully lose as few pieces as possible. But I'm I'm happy he's going to get a chance in an organization that I think he can do well in. But I, I you know. I am gonna miss him here, but it just it wasn't a good fit. Yeah, ninety-seven-year-old David Backus and ninety-seven-year-old Ryan Getzlaff can play on a line together out there and <laughs> on the beach. That'll be great. But my <laughs> my my thought my thoughts on the trade. So the first thing I thought was, holy crap! I cannot believe that they someone took the David Backus contract. I mean, basically what what you just said, Waba. And the the second thing is. If I'm not mistaken, big country, big hockey guy, correct me if I'm wrong, you can the team trading the player can retain up to half of the salary. It's fifty percent of the salary. So they, they only had to keep twenty five percent of Bacchus's salary. Right. Which oh. uh, which but they can keep up to. So like in, in agreements and stuff, you can retain up to half of a player's salary. Correct. So they cut that in half basically and now they only have to pay him 25 percent of that contract which i mean it, it still sucks to have to pay a player to not play for you like yeah sure that sucks but to clear that cap space is incredible and the fact that now you have the flexibility you can sign krug if that's where you want to go you can sign krug uh you could you could have made another trade at the deadline to add to add a piece um you know now which i'm a little upset they didn't you know, mm-hmm. adding adding a not. I mean, I know Chris Kreider was a sexy name. I wasn't really big on Chris Kreider, but you know, adding adding another piece and another score and another scorer to your lineup, I think is something that you probably could have done this year and then dealt with your cap issues in the off season. But that's that's a, that's another thing. The first round pick was a given. You knew that you were going to have to attach a first round pick to to David Backus to get rid of him. The only oh, absolutely. One, one of the criticisms I have is if is is you knew this wasn't working coming into the season. Sorry, Waba, Backus blew all season last season. You knew this wasn't going to work out. If you tried to do this in the offseason, and maybe Sweeney did, I don't know. But if you tried to do this in the offseason, and maybe some stupid team, I don't know, St. Louis, who just won the cup, but they're you know head over heels for David Backus or Anaheim who knew they were going to suck coming into the season Detroit who knew they were going to suck coming into the season maybe you could have gotten them to take the entire contract at the beginning of the season where they might think you know oh David Backus might actually be able to still play so maybe we can maybe we, we can take on the entire thing add the first round pick still and you know kind of kind of go from there so I mean I guess if I had a criticism 
of Sweeney, it would be that he didn't do it sooner and try and get rid of the full contract. Or if you really want me to backtrack, I can criticize him for giving him the contract in the first place. But that's, you know, probably too far away for me to criticize something that far back. But um, the comp I, the comp that I realized, like once I realized that, okay, a first-round pick had to go, when you think about the, the Leafs, when they traded Patrick Marlowe, they had to add a first-round pick to that. Mm-hmm. So you knew it was coming, and I believe Country said it, and you were right. It's going to be at the back end of the first round anyway. So right. are, are you really missing out on something? Um, you know, to be fair, you missed on you missed on three picks in the middle of the first round a few years ago. So how good are you going to be at the end of the at the end of the first round? So, um, yeah, I I I, I like it overall. And um, Kasha can shoot, you know, or I should say likes to shoot. Um, but I would have liked to have I would have liked to have seen them make a move for like a Paul Mary. Hell, even Wayne Simmons, who ended up getting traded, he's more of a bona, a bona fide scorer than Kasha. So you know, I I just wish that they that they I know they went out and they got that right wing for Krejci, allegedly that's what he's here for, and you know, but I just I just wish they took that cap money that they saved with Bacchus and they they went out and they reinvested it this year for this team for now because now is your opportunity. Mm-hmm. I wanted Kovalchuk. I. Uh... I wanted him in the beginning of the year, then he didn't pan out, so I thought felt vindicated. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, like, you know, good thing we didn't get him. And then he goes to Montreal, and now he's legit again. And then they just dealt him for whatever they dealt him for. Well, I, he doesn't want to play here. He'd rather play I, in the I, Washington Russians. I don't know that he doesn't want to play here, but, I mean, would you rather go play with your fellow countrymate who is arguably going to break Wayne Gretzky's goal record in a couple of years or come here and play and play for the for the Bruins? I think I might even go and play for, for, for with Alex Ovechkin over the Bruins, and I'm a huge Bruins fan. Yeah, it's just one of those things where it's I'm like, you know, he didn't have a lot of like he had a lot of value preseason. Then he went on the, you know, then he just didn't do anything, and he goes to Montreal, and after a month, now he's it. I mean, Montreal, so I have no idea what happened. Montreal but, played that perfectly, didn't didn't they? They claimed oh him off of waivers, gave up nothing for him. He doesn't make anything. And then you flip him for a third. I mean, it's a third-round pick, but... But it's better than nothing. But Montreal, Montreal also has to keep half of his salary, too. Yeah, So but, Washington made up in the best of that. Washington's yeah. only paying him, what, 250000 Jeez. <laughs> yeah, for the rest no, of the year, pretty it, much? It's a, it's a very good deal for Washington, too. And there's... there's in there, But, I mean, Montreal... I mean, Montreal played... It, money is nothing to Montreal. Montreal, to me, is like the Red Sox. Like, money is nothing to them. They make boatloads of it. Um... So it, it's really nothing to them, but they, you know, took something, they got something for nothing, and then gave him up for something. Like that's you, like that's a perfectly played to the uh, to the Canadians for me. Yeah. yeah, too bad they can't win. So with the going back to Kovalchuk, um, <laughs> that's a whole other story. <laughs> How much time do we got? Um, Kovalchuk had a choice between Boston and Washington, and he chose Washington. Right. Right. That's what so, I'm saying. I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm a huge Bruins fan. I think I might take take Ovechkin. He's not even from the same country as me. I mean, never mind Kovalchuk and Ovechkin being from the same, you know, being being from the same country. He's. I felt like it was obvious he was going there. And when I heard, like, I was like, oh well, now the Bruins fans will boo him. And then I thought about, it. I'm like, can you really blame him? I mean, if you're going to go to a contender, Washington or Boston is the way to go. The thing that was more interesting to me is the fact that Montreal was willing to trade somebody to Boston. That's that is wild. more interesting yeah. to me than than the fact that he wanted to go to that he wanted to go to Washington. That must have been a hell of a deal, though. They, that must have been like a fleecing. No, supposedly were... it was a third round pick. No matter what, they were they were giving up a third round pick. Supposedly, 
How did we not beat that, though? Like, you know, again, like, you know, if we were willing to give a first round, well, I know they want to get back is off the books, but like, you know, they're willing to deal, you know, if not a good prospect, another pick. I'm just, I'm surprised we couldn't beat that, or maybe it just didn't matter at that point. I don't think, I honestly don't think it mattered. I think he wanted to go to Washington. But honestly, though, if you were Kovalchuk, you're going to Washington. You're not going to be playing on those one of those top two lines. Those top two lines in Washington are set. You're not going to be getting any power play minutes. If you are, it's going to be five seconds when Ovechkin decides to change off the power play. Boston well, you, will be you, the best bet for him to to thrive and maybe get some money in the offseason. He'd go on that second line. He'd play on that second line with Krejci and DeBrusque, and he would have more opportunity to be on the second power play unit where they actually split time. Like, I feel like in Washington, it's going to be a repeat of L.A. for Kovalchuk. It could be. But it, maybe. But I, I think Kovalchuk will still play on that first power. I haven't watched a Washington game since he got <clears> traded, so I don't know I don't know if he has been. But I think I think he could still be on that power play because Ovechkin plays the point on the power play. So you can load up Ovechkin and Kovalchuk on that left side for the one-timers. Or Kovalchuk can play the right side. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a right wing on, a right, on the right-hand side. And, and Ovechkin plays the left wing. So... They, I mean, they might even be playing together. I don't know who's on that. I don't. I can't think of who's on that line. It's got to be Kuznetsov and who's Tom the Wilson. Uh, nah, maybe. Yeah, but Ovechkin can protect himself now, and Wilson to me, he's he's okay. But I think Kovalchuk's probably better. Maybe Kovalchuk's even playing on that line. I don't even know. I should <laughs> look that up. But, um, but I, I think he could still play on the plus. I mean, to me, it's Washington, Boston, Tampa. Like those are your three right now yep. in, yeah. in in the league. So, and if in Again, it, it's clearly the Russian thing, you know what I mean, and the Ovechkin thing. That's clearly what ended up happening. And, going, and, and Tampa doesn't have any cap space to do anything, so they they were out. Actually, he doesn't. He's not really that big of a cap hit, so maybe they were in. I don't know, but it's the Russian thing <laughs> to me. That that's right. that's how I look at it. It's the Russian thing to me. Um, I want to loop back to Kasha for a second. So so one thing that I am impressed with, I was I was kind of not dumping on him, but I wasn't really nice about him. So I will go back and circle back and be nice about him. Twenty four years old. He's still a child. Like he's 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 still oh, yeah. a kid, and not last season, but the season before that, he was a twenty goal scorer, and he was he was the premier prospect. He was twenty one, twenty two at the time, premier prospect for the Ducks, and and everyone thought he was going to be the next, you know, the next thing coming and out. What of happened? The, the court. He got hurt. He only played thirty games last season. Mm-hmm. He hasn't played a full season yet. So injuries, I would assume, and it just never. You know how the player has like player goes on a good run, player, and and, and it just never. You know, if I'm being honest, I was a little I was a little scared that it might happen to Postonok. Turns out it didn't. Yep. But it, but you know he had a breakout season two years ago, and then it's like, well, is he really gonna be that? Is he gonna take the next step? And he never took the like he never took the next step. Kasha didn't, and that's while he likes to shoot a lot, which is good when that's what Krejci wants, and that's nice. Um, you know he he was a he was a top end prospect talent so the 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 return i think is actually is actually a pretty decent return and i think he'll 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 definitely 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 uh take advantage of playing on Krejci's line Krejci to me is such an underrated playmaker he really really is and you know if a guy that like a pure shooter and a guy that can shoot on that wing i mean maybe maybe it'll be advantageous for for Mr. Kasha yeah, I think maybe a different environment might do him some good. I mean, how many times have we seen that with players that we've shipped out? You know, Sagan, Blake, Blake probably the best Wheeler. example. Wheeler, who's, you know, <laughs> they're all captains in other organizations, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, we yep. couldn't figure it out here. Claude, 
Dougie oh. Hamilton. <laughs> that dude Not when weenie. he went to Calgary, but when he went care. to Carolina. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, <laughs> I don't care. He's still weenie. But, I mean, it just goes to show, like, you know, you might have a talented player, and they just don't do well in your organization, and that's that's okay. So, hopefully he does well here, and it looks like, you know, with all the trades we made, we're looking to be Anaheim 2.0. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a very good point. Which, which Actually, no, one more thing. Why on earth, or how on... Actually, no, no, I'll, I'll circle back to that. The other trade, the other Anaheim 2.0, uh, Brett Ritchie's brother, Mr. Nick Ritchie, uh, makes his way to Boston for a one-for-one for, one for Danton Heinen. Um, to me, they're the same player. I understand that Ritchie's a little bit bigger. Ritchie is going to bring a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more tenacity to your lineup, sort of. But I feel like like they were basically the same player at the same – like they just weren't working out with their teams and they just did like a, a scenario swap, like a, yep. a scenery swap. And But kind of what the Bruins needed, another pretty good deal for me for for, for uh, Sweeney. And it also uh, – what is it? This Richie to makes less money. So that clear Richie more, too does they, make less money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so now, you know, that frees up even more cap space. And I don't I saw somewhere and this might be a lie where it was enough to like resign Krug if needed or something, but whatever it is, all these moves that he's making, like good on him for, you know, at least the money piece and getting not l- losing a huge step in talent. What I like about both these trades too is both these players are on time. They're not loans. They have each of them have another year on their contract. So it's like we're not giving up something, you know, just to hopefully see if they'll resign in the offseason. He did it with Coyle. Coyle still had time on his contract last year. So I'm uh, I'm happy with that. Um Danton Heinen, honestly, I, I was a little excited to see him go. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't um, been good this year. But I mean you you think about last year, he he was he was pretty good last year, and it just kind of seemed like he plateaued. Like or this year, I've, this, I guess. There's been so many games where I'd be watching and I'd be like, "Oh, I didn't even realize Heinen wasn't in the lineup, mm-hmm. or he was in the lineup." Like mm-hmm. you, he just kind of filled the spot, but didn't really do much. Because I'm Mister Negative, you want to talk about not panning out? How about Nick Ritchie was drafted number ten, top ten draft pick. Yeah. In 2000. 2014 2014 same age as uh same age as mr kasha and um a a top 10 pick in the draft and has hit 30 points once points not goals not talking goals here points 31 last season like that's 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 not good but he's, he could be in the next Parlin home. But he's six four two. He's six four two thirty. So I mean, that's kind of nice. Maybe you get that. there. Are, there are units. The Richies. I'm sorry, six, Richie six, six, six two six two two thirty. My fault. You, my had a, you had a great hit on Lucci last night. Yeah, no, he, he's he's gonna bring. He's. Got, I mean, that's what he has to bring. That's the only. I, I mean, didn't like that. But but that how how are you how are you gonna be a top ten pick and you can't even like. Like fourteen goals, ten goals, nine goals, eight goals. Like, where do we? What? Talk about not living up to it. But I don't know. Ask uh, ask Hughes and Kako or whatever they're. Yeah, but they're not doing. Yeah, but they're they're not. They're what eighteen coming in the league. Like that's that's completely different. 
I mean, talk to me when he's when they're twenty four and see. Not everybody is going to be McDavid and 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 tear it out from the second they step on the ice. But I mean, this is a pretty big sample size. You're talking what five years now? One, two, three, four. This is his fifth season. Not great, but adds the depth, adds the toughness, adds the tenacity. Now, uh, country, I want to ask you: Do you think that the Bruins need to be the quote unquote big bad Bruins anymore? Like, like is that still a thing for you? Yeah. They got pushed around by the Blues in the Stanley Cup last year. They need they need this. They need Richie. They need him to just throw the body around. Yeah, but just you, you know what the difference. Sh- go ahead. I'm sorry. I just like you know, just show that you're not going to get pushed around. But I mean, Kevin Miller. I mean, I love Kevin Miller. Kevin Miller is a great defenseman. Great defense, defensive defenseman. He has no problem sticking up for anyone. He'll throw the body around. He'll he'll put that fear in the other teams that we're, we're, we've been missing since he broke his kneecap in two separate ways. Um, but I'm hoping ho- I'm hoping Richie was going to be that guy to come in and kind of do that. We don't really have anybody else that can. Coyle's more Coyle's more of a scorer. I know he's a big boy, but he's he's not going to be dropping the mitts. He's a goal scorer. He's not he's not going to be a fighter. You don't want your captain out there fighting. You don't want Char off the ice for five minutes. I don't care what anyone says. But he doesn't have to fight. You just have to, you just have to be that, I mean that that's that's what I was going to say is you you talk about the big bad Bruins. You have the biggest man in the history of the game. You have legitimately the lot coil. You don't have to fight to be tough. But just get out there, throw your your 6 foot 4, 6 foot 5 frame around 6 foot 9 frame around and 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 you know nice. do something. You know <laughs> nice. You know what I mean? Do something. Like that that to me like that that's the most frustrating part to me is like it's like oh the Bruins need to get bigger, they need to get tougher. It's like you got some big guys. They're just, they're just, they're just not good. And, and we need someone big and expendable. I think is what you're getting at. Like not like well, you don't want Char getting it to someone, and all of a sudden they like start cutting his legs or something like that. Well, when you look at the Blues last season, right? They're they're they, you got tossed around by the Blues. Their bigger players are, uh, God help me, I'm gonna space on their captain. Maroon. Their captain. Uh, Ryan Petra- O'Reilly. No, Petrangelo. Uh, Colton Pareko. Uh, uh, you just said it. Oh my god, Patrick Maroon. O'Reilly. O'Reilly's a... O'Reilly's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. There was um one other guy. He was oh god, he was not from these parts. He was European and he got uh suspended for like a game, right? Sunny Sunquist. Sunquist, yeah. You know what the difference is between all of those guys we just named and Nick Ritchie? They're good hockey players. <laughs> You're not wrong. Patrick Maroon is a good hockey player. Patrick Maroon can score goals. Patrick Maroon can park his big tuchus in front of the net and 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 wreak havoc because not only can he get in the way, block uh, tip shots and and redirect shots, and he also's got a set of mitts on him and he can he can maneuver himself in front of the net. Like, yeah, but what are the odds that both brothers are gonna suck? Uh, did you not hear me just say he doesn't? He had just had thirty points once. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> all right, look at look at the Hayes brothers. At least, you know the one in New York is good. Then you got the Hamiltons. He's in Philadelphia good. now. Yeah, wow. Well, oh, he is. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. He got paid in the off season. He's actually having a very good year. In I don't care about the right Hayes now. brothers. Like they, you can go. They're from Dorchester, sand. guy. Yeah. I'll, I was hoping we would get Eichel so we could hear that he's from Chelmsford every day. <laughs> but maybe you know, maybe he's thinking, well, you know. Well, maybe we'll have better luck with the other one. No, I, I mean, I think I think that uh, 
uh, Brett just needed a roommate on the road while he's while he's not playing. You know what I mean? He needed uh, needed a roommate, someone to to make the bed for, or he needed to make the bed for his brother and you know cook him <laughs> breakfast in the morning and just you know some familiarity. Familiar, you got me. Familiarity. <laughs> I said it right the first time and then backtracked. I was like, Wait, yeah, no. you, 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 you. fine. Uh, but anyway, that being said, what are some of the other moves that you or or now I can backtrack back to my original point I wanted to make about Kasha or my question I wanted to pose. Kasha's been on the roster now for, I don't know, or been, been, been a part of the organization now for what, a week maybe? This didn't happen trade deadline day. This happened the day before, two days before, something like that? Friday? Okay, so, so Friday. And then the trade deadline was Monday. Monday, yep. So the Bruins have since played two games? Uh, yeah. Well, three. They played the Calgary, Vancouver, then Calgary again. Okay. Nick Ritchie gets traded the day of the trade deadline, which was Monday. He suits up the next night. It means he's better. Mr. Kasha, case, still hasn't suited up. They want to get him more. Like, do they think we're stupid? Do they actually, is he hurt? Wasn't he hurt? He's hurt. They want to get him more time with Krejci? We want we want this guy to step into the, a top six role, and he needs more time to practice with Krejci first. What what is, what are we doing here? He might Why not be a hundred percent. Oh, and so we took the Red Sox. We took the Red Sox route and traded for a player who's hurt. I mean, we traded everybody <laughs> to a, a California team, so mm. they're following suit. That's true. And it's all about money. That's true. Because they want to clear cap space. That's it's the same very... thing. I was hearing on the radio. They were like, "Oh, uh, John Henry is he infiltrated you know, the, just, the Bruins? He's got a." You know, yeah, exactly. He's got a cap deadline in his pants over the moves that the Bruins are making, <laughs> or whatever. Just because of it's exactly the same thing. Big Country, why isn't he playing? I mean, I know he was. He's still dealing with a head injury, so that's that's you know how how it is now. Like pretty much all four major sports, head injuries the the main issue. Um, they want to make sure that he is. All right. He hasn't been playing. He's only played, what, 49 games so far this year. Um, he's got hurt about two weeks ago, I want to say. Yep. Uh, right. So they, right. Want, they want to make sure that his, you know, obviously the concussion, it, there's no lingering of that. Um, I know I was watching Sweeney's press conference the other day after the, the deadline ended, and he was saying that, the, you know, they wanted to, with Kuhlman being back, they wanted to kind of give him a couple more another rep in um, on that line with, with Krejci and DeBrus. But it sounded like that Kasha is going to be playing Thursday night against Dallas. So it's it's not too long before you see him in the lineup. So then just tell me the truth. I hate being lied to. Just tell me the freaking truth and tell me that the dude is still a little banged up. Like to say that, oh, we want him to get a couple more practices with Krejci. Like that just does not sound good to me that's like, ho- that's, that's hockey talk though that's not yeah but no no i i get you but, but but it's not like it's not like it's a new injury everybody knows that he's been hurt right. everybody knows that he's right. been out you don't have to you don't have to lie to me and tell me that he that you want him to get more time with crazy to me it just sounds like eh, it might not really be working because you he's been on the team now for five days you probably have skated well you played a couple games you probably had a practice in there like he should he should be able to me if you're an NHL player you should be able to change teams be excited get out there suit up get out there and 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 cycle Cycle is literally 101. Cycle. Right. You can do that. Shoot the puck, buddy. Like, crazy. tell him to stand there. Give him the puck. Shoot the puck. That's all <laughs> you need to do. That's all you need to do. 
Just don't lie to me and tell me, oh, he needs more time with Green. No, he's probably hurt. He's still banged up, and he traded yeah. for a hurt player. Like, that's what it is. That's because what it the is. equipment guy couldn't figure out how to spell his last name, and they couldn't get the jersey in time for the road trip. <laughs> it's spelled fine. It, 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 he's trying he to spells out. his first name with an O. He's tra- yeah, Andre yeah, or but whatever. He's, he's, trying to, he's trying to figure out what the hell Kasha is, how you yeah, spell so that. Yeah, so he spelled it C-A-C-H-E. It's, and he's like, no, that's not my name. It's spelled Kesha on his jersey, K-E-M-I-S-I-N-H-A. So they, had to, yeah. <laughs> so they had to keep him in town to figure this out. Oh, that, now it makes sense. That makes way more sense than. That's oh. what happened with Krejci when he was traded. Yeah, we the stage. we want him to we want him to get some more practices with Krejci. Oh, ugh, give me a break. Give I, me I also a break. Feel, feel like that they don't want to kind of the same thing to happen that happened to like Marcus Johansson last year. I think Mojo had a little bit of a concussion and then came in, played what two games and then got steamrolled by that guy on Florida and then it was out for like four weeks. Like three to four weeks. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. I mean, they're, they're probably they're being more cautious. They want him to be, you know, healthy and you know ready to go for this. Hopefully, another long stretch. So I mean, yeah. I don't honestly, honestly, I don't mind it. I like Carson Kuhlman. I kind of want to see more what he can do. Um, so, but I mean, Richie. I mean, Richie's a big body. Just put him in the lineup. Tell him to go stand in front of the net, and hopefully, he'll knock it in. Did any anything any other trades that happened from around the from around the league? Did any of them surprise you, or any of them you were like, "Oh, wow, oh, wish the Bruins made that." Oh, any anything at all, or any any other trades you guys want to just just talk about around the league? I'll give you a surprise, and I hate it. Marlowe to the Pens. It's disgusting <laughs> to see him in that uniform. It is, abs- it's just atrocious, and I hate it. Any other is – is that like a personal thing? Like I, it, No, it's just – I I don't know why, and actually I do know why because I'm a Boston sports fan. I see Pittsburgh as the enemy, and to see a player who I like, you know, because I don't really think you can hate Marlowe. You know, he went back to San Francisco – San Francisco, San Jose, and they just kind of dealt him. I don't even you know, know he played. You know, you do know he played for like a legitimate rival, right? Like he was playing for Toronto, and that's like a very legitimate rival. Yeah, well, they weren't very legitimate in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fair. That's okay. fine. Fair. But um, that was just, I don't know, that's surprising to me. I just, I, I guess it was unexpected. Um, And another, like, just the last one I had that was kind of weird, and I, everyone's talking about it, is Joe Thornton did not get traded. And uh, F, the San Jose management for not doing that. Um, well, to give him a shot at a team that might be able to do something because you know he's getting to the end yeah but i think i believe he said he wasn't going to he wasn't going to retire and this wasn't going to be his last season so and and you know what i don't even give them an f because correct me correct me if i'm wrong but but thornton has signed like one year he signed a one-year deal like he was a free agent could have gone somewhere else and he just keeps deciding to go back to san jose and they just keep actually everybody thought they probably were going to be kind of good because you know they got eric carlson and so on and so forth but but they've they've just that's defensive pairing. They've just kind of, they just kind of sucked. Yeah. But but he did say that it wasn't going to be his uh his last season. So he, I mean he's he's got another chance for it. And one I did not want Joe Thornton to come back here. By the way. No 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 no. I was. Who would you put him in for? I mean he we're could, good. He could be a fourth line center maybe. But I mean you don't you don't. I feel like what you what you would have had to give it to give up for him because I don't think that that San Jose was just going to give him away clearly because they didn't. Oh, yeah. 
but I, I, I did. I wanted. I wanted no part of that. Were were either of you on that train? I just no. I don't want him here. Like I, you know, you you're good with centers. Coil create you Bergeron fine, and then what is it? Corrali on the bottom. Uh, like yeah, Corrali. You're well, gonna replace he him with, last night, but but he, you're gonna replace him with Joe night. Thornton. I saw a picture from an article of him in the dressing room without his jersey on. That dude is like, he looks old. He's an old man. So, again, you know, I I like him. I think he's good. I wish he had a chance at another team. I don't want him here. And especially not in place of Crowley. Country you? Uh, Jumbo? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I did hear he came out today saying that he was disappointed that he didn't get moved. Um, but what are you going to give up for him? If you, Again, I, I agree with you guys. I, don't, I didn't want him here. I didn't think he would fit into our lineup. He has four goals on the season. You want to talk about somebody who's not scoring? I mean, he's 90. <laughs> he, he just scored two goals the other day against the Rangers, like, and to double his goals for the year. Surprising so up, until, up until on Saturday, <laughs> he had two goals on, on the year. So And I'm going for the um, most washed-up line in the game with Thor and, yeah, right? and, uh, and Pac. The, the, the AARP trio. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So... Uh, any any trades happened or didn't happen that surprised you? Anything anything that shocked you? I mean, nothing really shocked me. Um, AA, I thought uh, the rumors all day he was going to Columbus. If you don't know AA's and Andreas Athanasio, <laughs> Athanasio, Athanasio, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> um, the rumor all day was he was going to go to Columbus, and then him going to uh, Edmonton was. Um, surprising. I, you know, you got pretty much the fastest line in the NHL right now with McDavid and Anathasio. <laughs> terrifying <laughs> that he went there. Like I didn't expect that at all. You're right. And now it's it's going to be horrifying to play against. Oh yeah. I mean that Edmonton team got better because they also got Mike Green, which I know Mike Green is on the back nine of his career, maybe the 18th hole, but um. He yeah, is he's, still he's an upgrade, a serviceable, though. yeah. He's an especially upgrade. with uh, was it Clefbaum being injured? Yep, he's an upgrade he's, for them. Yeah, for sure. and they also got Tyler Ennis too. That's a good one. So I mean, they they stacked yeah. up on D. Um, I know Tyler Ennis isn't the most sexy name out there, but still, that's defensive depth <clears throat> that is what hurt them last year of not making the playoffs. They just missed out because Clefbaum got injured again last year. And just missed the playoffs. That's why they missed the playoffs. The, the Oilers' um, win-loss ratio when he was in the lineup was like 75% to 25%, you know, 75% wins. And then he got hurt and they missed the playoffs. I think they only missed the playoffs by like four points last year. Yeah. Um, my, honestly, my biggest shock was that Arizona did nothing. Arizona made no moves. I didn't even realize that until you said it right now. Yeah, well, I mean, they, 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 I don't even, where are they in the standings? I don't even know. They are ju- just outside looking in. They're about to get their goalie back, though. That is such a weird team, though. Like, they make all these big moves in the beginning. They have, like, good players. I feel like I don't hear about them, and maybe it's because I'm not paying attention. But, like, you're right. Like, why the hell didn't they do Is it? Is this their year, or, like, are they just, what are they doing? I mean, I, I mean, I hope Chica can re-sign Hall, and Hall can, you know, have another full year there and actually produce. But right now, he's been, I don't know, 
unnoticeable. Kessel really hasn't done much. I mean, that team is just like you figure the plays that they got, they should be scoring a lot more goals, and they can't score. You're right. Sounds like sounds like the Red Sox of hockey. You're right, and, <laughs> but they they also they also um, they're they're just about to get their goalie back. Their starting goaltender has been out for six weeks, maybe even longer than that. Um, so they're about to get him back. So maybe maybe they just figured Stan Pat and maybe they can squeak into the playoffs and do something because you know you ride a hot goaltender. Everybody knows how that is, Tim Thomas, and yep. and who know who knows what could happen. Um, but that is surprising that they didn't uh, they didn't move an expiring Hall right. He's he's up after yeah, this year. Yeah, he's up at the end of this year. One is go ahead. Sorry, is he not the most useless player, dude? I think he's so good, but I, for whatever reason, he just can't figure it out. Over exactly. like the long term, but he is like he's stupid good. I'm not saying anything about his talent. It's just it's weird, and because we were talking about a change of scenery for someone to go to so many organizations and just not do well, mm-hmm. and also that they feel they need to move on from. I don't know if I've ever seen anything like that. I can't recall somebody that similar where it's and just failure after failure on someone who's super talented. The I had a couple of couple of things piqued my, piqued my interest. I'll say for the. Um, for for this trade deadline, one, the Tyler Toffoli trade was interesting to me because he went inside of the division, which I always find fascinating. Where when, did he go? Uh, ba, 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 Vancouver. Okay. So I always find it fascinating when not that Tyler Toffoli is a superstar by any means, but he's a name that people have heard of. He's like I would say he's an upper an upper echelon talent. Gets traded inside the division. I always, always, always find that interesting. The other thing, the Metropolitan loaded up. Like mm-hmm. every team in the Metropolitan is in it, trying to make moves and trying to get trying to get better. It, it was like obviously the Penguins added added Zucker and um, Marlow. Uh, the Capitals obviously Kovalchuk. They added Brendan Dillon. Like who else? Who else? This Who trade else? deadline was insane. I've never seen this, so many like names move. This like deadline that. was very good. The Hurricanes got Trocheck. Like like it, it, yeah, like trading Trocheck from Florida. Like what do you? Fine, but it, it's you're right. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah, it, yeah like, they got. They I got Trocheck. They move. got Hula. They got um, Brady Shea. Carolina st- stacked up, but they didn't get what they needed. Was goaltending. Both their goalies are out. Well, they they got hurt like literally just the other day. You know, that right. everyone's heard the story now with the. With well, let me let me ask this. Guy. I wanted to ask you as soon as I heard, it, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's a feel good story." I'm like, "Well, not for one person." Uh, what are your thoughts, drivers, on this 42 year old goalie feel good situation? Uh, you know, do it. <sighs> you know what's interesting to me is that people didn't know this was a thing. Like a lot of people didn't know. Like they're like, "Oh, that dude's got the Zamboni guy." It's like, no, like. This guy, like, like this happens in every single game, every single time that there's a there, there's a professional hockey game. There's a there's a goalie who's in there for this reason. Like this is ha- like this has happened before. And like, I, I do we just forget the fact that he just let he, like the first two shots that that, that he faced, <laughs> he let in. Like he they were on the vert. Like they were up. Like oh he he won them the game. He won them the game. They were up four to one when he came in, and he almost blew it. Yeah. Like and then you see like like oh th- I saw a video 
but I don't even remember. I don't even know what his name is. Stones Austin Matthews. Ayers. Yeah, Ayers. Ayers stones Austin Matthews, and he's like he's like up against the post. Matthews shoots it into the guy's pad because he's like this guy's a dummy. Like Austin Matthews <laughs> shot it so hard that the guy's <laughs> leg came out from underneath him, and he didn't know where the puck was. Like, yes, it's a cute story, but like this has happened before. Like this isn't the first time this happens. It. This has happened. Like this is this has happened before. Oh, he's a Zamboni driver. Cool. Like, who cares what he does for a profession? I don't care. Wasn't there a guy last year for the Blackhawks who played an entire game and got a shutout? Yeah, like, he's an accountant. Yeah, like, two, like, two years ago, Scott Foster. Like, that's a legi- like that's legitimate. Like that's, like, that's real. Like, the guys got hurt in warm-ups. He played the entire game. By the way, did anybody notice what this guy was wearing for hockey skates when he played goalie in the National Hockey League? I did not. I was honestly, I didn't watch the game. I just saw the highlights. It wasn't goalie skates. He had regular play. No wonder why he let the first two shots in. He was wearing regular player skates. He didn't even have goalie skates. How are you an emergency goalie in a situation and you don't even have? You're a, he's a real goalie. He like he plays with like the like he practices with like the Marlies and stuff. He didn't have his goalie skates with him. Like, what thank the heck? God. He- a puck didn't hit his sh- like shin or something. Well, it wouldn't it wouldn't hit his shin. It would shin. it would it would have hit his, the inside of his foot. You ever block a shot? You know, much that hurts. And it hurts from like the guys who can barely skate down at down and down at the local rink here in Randolph. Never mind a pro NHL player. Like that's <laughs> like like. <laughs> oh, but he's oh. the new big thing. He was Cute on story, uh, Stephen Colbert. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Colbert heard his hamstring quotes and uh, he came on to finish the monologue. Uh, people are sending him like signed jerseys from the fan yeah. base. Yeah, it's cute. And it's I just I knew it would just just illuminate your heart because that's the type of person that you are. <laughs> you know what's more, you know what the best part of the whole thing is is that Toronto couldn't couldn't win. And they don't. Yeah, it was against Toronto. How do you, Toronto, how do you not win? Like how like you scored your first two shots and then you just did nothing else. Like so. Toronto can't beat a 42-year-old 42, 42 rink manager, but they can go out and beat Tampa, who is, like, probably the hottest mm. team in the NHL mm. right now. Yep. Like, yep. Because that, I don't understand because that's that what, team that's what's up with Yeah, that's what's up with Toronto. It's like, it's like you know, we're not going to play for Mike Babcock because we hate him, and everybody hates Mike Babcock, and Mike Babcock sucks, and blah, 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 blah. And then, like, they'll put up a dud, and then they'll come out, and they'll look like the best team in the history of, of hockey. It's like, what is this team? What is going on with this team? And now, now they don't want to play for the new coach, what Keith, whatever his name yeah, is. it seems like a, it seems like it seems like they're a bunch of babies up there. But I love Mitch Marner, so there's I, too many personalities in that locker room. Yeah, I love too many personalities. They need to miss the playoffs this year. They yeah. need to miss the playoffs. It's not going to happen because the bottom part of the, I mean, unless Florida well, gets hot. Well, Buffalo, Buffalo made them. Buffalo made some moves, didn't they? So they're they they're, made, they're trying. Yeah. They Buffalo Buffalo confuses me. Wayne Simmons. They, they got Wayne Simmons. They yeah. they trade for Wayne Simmons. And they did they And then they trade away Connor Sherry and Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez sucks though. Be you guys. Yeah, but I mean but still it's like Sher- yeah, are you Sherry. trying mm-hmm. to go for it or are you dumping salary? Mm-hmm. Like what are you doing here? Like a Cahoon. It's not like Cahoon is like a he's not like a but well, Cahoon's not going to come in there and score 20 goals and ride Jack Eichel and they're going to make it to the playoffs and they're going to be, yeah. you know. No, no, I, You know, I didn't even realize Sherry went back to Pittsburgh, too. Yeah. I didn't even realize so. that. Another thing that surprised me is the vast, vast over, overpay for uh, Jean-Gabriel Pajot. Pajot. Like, a first, a second, and a third. That's a lot. You want to know the winners? Like, I mean, Ottawa. 
Ottawa has yeah. been doing. Like they they have done a rebuild so right. Like not if you're not if you're a fan of Ottawa. I mean, well, yes and no. It sucks. I mean, it sucks because the team you put on last year was you know dog crap. But like they're in a position to like I don't know be able to make some moves that can like start to build the franchise back because they've just been. I don't remember them being good until they, like since they beat the Bruins in the playoffs with that crappy trap. Yeah, they no, they, <laughs> they haven't they haven't yeah with uh, the guy with the scar oh. on his face. Uh, um, Boucher Guy Boucher. Yeah, that's right. The, Bond, oh, the one three one. Yeah, the one three one. I hate that. Yeah, and then he took it to Tampa, or he came from Tampa. I don't know. They were good when I was in college and high school, Ottawa. But it's like, yeah. you know, they, the they, had, they had they had Spezza and and uh, Heatley and and uh, Alfredson. Like that. That's that was when Ottawa was out. When I first first like Young really Carlson. started getting into hockey, Ottawa was very very good. And I used to make sure I went to every single game that that the Bruins played the Senators. Because they were they were fun to watch. They were a good team. Yeah, Ottawa's going to have seven picks in the first two rounds. Yeah, I, I mean Ottawa's going to be and they're going to be two of them going to be top five. They're going to be two un- of their picks are going to be top five. They're going to be unbelievable in two or three. I mean, you, you got they got Thomas Shabbat over there. Thomas Shabbat is legit. Like he's mm-hmm. he is one of the next defensive superstars in the game. He's incredibly good. Yeah, and now they got like you said, Peugeot got traded, so now they have even more picks capital to trade for players or trade up and it's just yeah no they're they're gonna i mean they're, they're in the midst of a rebuild for sure but it like sucks if you're a fan scared. of that team yeah but they're not scared to make a move i know you know you over you think peugeot's overrated that's you know i think he's good i think they got a good deal for him if not really they got a very they got they got a first round second round and a third round pick conditional third conditional third could become a second i believe uh, I don't know what the stipulation is, but yeah, but like, how do you yeah. give that up? So it's 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 nice to see an organization that's okay with parting ways from like you know one of their like marquee players yeah. because it's a good deal. And I feel like a lot of organizations don't do that; they want to hold on until you know they retire. I mean, Pajot is a free agent at the end of the year, anyways. I yeah, mean, what a what a stupid move by so by uh, who who ended up getting him? Uh, the Islanders. 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 Islanders, and then they signed him five for five. That's I mean, that's not bad. So, that's not yeah, bad. Yeah, they send them right away. That's not bad. That, I mean, yeah, but the Islanders need money to make sure that they can sign Barkov. Barzal. N- N- Barzal. Yeah. Barkov, Barzal. Yeah. One, Same difference. One of the bars. Yeah. <laughs> one of the bars. So. Uh, three former Bruins moved at the deadline. Do you guys catch that one? Lucic. No, Lucic didn't move. He's still in car- And um, Three former Bruins. Three former Bars. Bruins moved at the deadline, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, good friend Malcolm Subban, good friend of the program. Oh, uh, yeah. He was yep. so bad. He got traded for Robin Leonard. Yeah, Robin uh, Leonard yep. goes to the Knights, and the Blackhawks right. now have uh, Malcolm Subban. Uh, uh, Which, where's the uh, Tim Schaller? Be some... Schaller, that's right. Oh, yeah, he got traded in the Toffoli trade. Tim Schaller went to... That wasn't at, I mean, that was pre-deadline. That wasn't on the I'm, deadline. I'm, I'm calling it deadline day. <laughs> I'm, calling it, I'm calling it deadline day. And there was one more. Any guesses? What team did he go to? Oh, I can't give that. I mean, you can just look up the trade. I'm not. I could just look it up right now, but I mean, I'm trying to go off the top of my head. Mm, I'm trying what to find is, it. I lit- is it a forward or defender? I, would you let me find it again? Would you? Would you? Are you for you lost it? You were asking, you were asking the question because he was trivia. <laughs> ah, goalie. Sorry, found him. Oh, um, uh, Zane McIntyre. Zane McIntyre. Oh, Zaneo the Insano. Yeah, yeah. Because Louis Domingue got traded to. Um, Vancouver. The Canucks. Why were yep. they all traded? 
Because yeah. uh, backup goaltenders, they're right yep. up Markstrom's knee. But Malcolm sucks. Sorry, when he was here, he sucked. Zane sucks when he was here. Yeah, but they, they're younger than the goalie that they're getting traded. No, 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 Malcolm no. Subban be sent down to uh, was it the Chicago? No, the uh, Ice Hogs, the Rockford Ice Hogs. Rock, Rockford, Rockport, Rockford. Yeah, Rockford, and you'll see uh, Colin Delia come up. Colin Delia is a good, yeah, good right. goaltender in that system, which I'm surprised that they signed Leonard in the offseason because he did great for the Blackhawks last year when both. Um, Cam Ward and Corey Crawford were both out. Colin Delia, don't sleep That's on true. him. He's gonna he's gonna be a good good goaltender from Merrimack. I didn't know that. <laughs> that. So. Damn, so I'm just looking over some of the minor trades and like that can get mentioned when when they happen because the, there were so many bigger names that there were some like smaller trades that went underneath the radar. So I'm just just looking them over. Um, yeah. Any uh any any. Any other deals or any any other transactions that have happened in the over month or so that you guys wanna you guys wanna touch on? No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking through the. Uh, it's funny you, you guys. You, this is how lame I am. You guys are using like websites. I have NHL 20 open and I'm looking at the trade deadline cards. To see oh my god! Yikes! Nerds. One thing I did want to go back to is that Taylor Hall. The what nine years that he's been in the league, he's only been in the playoffs once. Okay. Yeah, but New Jersey yeah. blue. It was only five it's games. Chunks while it was, he four, was there. four and one, but he's never never made the playoffs with Edmonton. And then I mean, he's been in New he's been in New Jersey for four years. Does it feel like he's been there for four years? Yeah. It felt it felt it felt like he was there. Yeah, no, no, it didn't. Right? I felt like he just got traded there. And got it didn't. Moved. It felt like he just yeah, he just got traded there. That's a good point. That's a good point. He's been there for so long that I forgot he even what started in Edmonton. Yeah. To be honest, I was like, oh, he was in that New Jersey all the time. Trade in Edmonton. Yeah, because Shirelli is Shirelli traded uh, the number one and the number two pick from so Hall is Shirelli right? Because Hall sucks. Does that mean Shirelli's right? I don't like this. This <laughs> Hall doesn't. Then why is Hall he not making not the playoffs? Suck. Like, and he's not like scoring goals. Was Shirelli right? I don't like this timeline. No, no, no. no. Shirelli was not right to take in, and Shirelli was not right to trade Hall. Okay. Could you imagine Taylor Hall with with Connor McDavid? No. You're gonna tell me you're gonna tell me he won't score with Connor McDavid on his line? But all we know. All we know no, is the right. data, and no, Hall right. has we not won't. done anything since, so hashtag Shirelli was right. Okay. <laughs> it's like the one time I brought like some form of logic, and you're like, I'm, I'm just not I'm, even going to... I'm, I'm defeated. <laughs> I'm, not I'm not, I'm not. It's Starting not it on Twitter. It to me right they there. did play together for what, two years, right? McDavid got drafted in 15? Yeah, but I mean, he was he was, I mean, he was good, but he, he's not the Conor McDavid he is now. Like, right. Imagine Taylor Hall Conor yeah. McDavid right now. Like that's Le- like the Leon Dreisaitl. Like that team is now legit. They sucked when Taylor Hall was there because they took players like Ryan Nugent Hopkins, like nice, but they're not like they're not that great. Or uh, Magnus Puyarvi, like who? Like, well, you got like those are, like like the, like they they just mythics, and Taylor Hall was not one of them. <laughs> just going by the facts, going by the numbers. I want to make sure. That we stay on track and we meet 
you know, pretty much within like four or five weeks or so, like once a month, like legitimately like get together and, 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 and talk hockey. So mm-hmm. with that being said, that put us right around. Should be a start of playoffs, yeah. Right around playoffs. So what are you guys looking for in the last, you know, four weeks or so of the season? From the Bruins. We're talking about the Bruins. From the Bruins. <laughs> Go, Baba. You look like you want to say something. <laughs> to win games. My God. I know they've been doing well, but why are they losing to these crap bag teams with all the talent they have? It is, I don't want to say scary because I'm not giving up. Like, obviously, I'm not giving up on them. You might, be, uh, Travers. But. <laughs> no. If anyone is, it's gonna. No. But um, it's just it's it's no. worrying, and I say that because in the playoffs anything can happen, and you know we saw it last year with like every number one team, and I don't want that to happen, especially now that the Bruins look like they might win the Presidents Trophy, and people are anxious because now they think it's too much pressure. So I want them to keep that consistency, like you know, beat teams that you should beat, be competitive against the ones that you you know that are going to be tough even if you lose whatever go into overtime like you did all this other year get the loser point but just make sure that it's all wrapped up because once playoff time hits you can't afford to just get blown out i mean you you said them losing they've lost three games in their last 15 like yeah but they were it was awful they were the last two were they've lost every game this year after those my god vancouver one was a pretty much a scheduled loss like it's a west the last game of a west coast trip like that's that's literally a scheduled loss there's a there's a difference between having a scheduled loss and having your starting goaltender play in that game and give up nine goals like you lot you gave nine i mean nobody in that game looked like they wanted to be there like Ayers with Halak or Rask, either one made any attempt to make a save. Nine <laughs> goals. That would that's like that's like me playing against Waba in Hut, and I would have nine <laughs> and he'd have three. This Zamboni driver only gave up two goals. <laughs> <laughs> Put it into perspective. <laughs> and played more than Halak. <laughs> Halak on his five hundredth milestone ceremony uh... in front of his family. Destroyed yeah. by Calgary. Yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah, that was. So, what are you looking for for the, over the last four weeks of the season? I mean, just kind of keep consistent. I mean, just work on this this um, like the new lineup they got. Let's let's see Richie do something. Let's see uh, Kasha. Let's see if he can like produce. You know, keep keep this rolling. Um, honestly, to be one hundred percent honest, this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I wouldn't mind seeing them have a little, like, uh, you know, a little dip. A little yeah, adversity. Yeah, get, get it out before the playoffs. Don't be Tampa of last year, you know. Just, you know, know that they can be beat. Go in the playoffs with that mindset, and then let's let's win this thing. So let's take a few more years off my life, have a nice long, long run, and now let's, let's, let's have the, these Boston Bruins go out there and bring another cup back to Boston. That's what I want to see. That's very awesome. <laughs> what about you, Chad? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like I would like them. I mean, so much consistency, but I would like to figure out what the heck is going on with the depth on this team? Because that is always, always, always like the marquee thing of a, the depth. You look at last season with that deep run, the third line was good with Coyle, Johansson. Like they, they were, they the, like the depth was good. The fourth contributing the fourth line this year 
for as good as the Bruins have has not been as good as they have in previous years. And I know in the playoffs you can shorten the bench, but there's still a lot of hockey played in the postseason, and you need a fourth line that can contribute. And I think that that's part of what made the Bruins so successful season was their depth. Do you think they should have signed Johansson? That's pretty much what I... If they could have. That's what... No, no, no. I'm, I'm okay with him going in the, the amount of money that he got. I'm fine with that. No issue with him with him going. But I think I, I think in our very first episode, I said, you know, I want the depth scoring does on this team. You know what you're going to get in the Bergeron, Marchand, Pop, but what are you going to get after that? And I still feel that's kind of a question. I, I mean, DeBrusque and Krejci have been good. If, you know, I mean, they've been, they've been, they've been, been good. Better. I mean, I wouldn't say any of yeah. great, but they've been good. I mean, you're still a one-team line, in opinion. And I would just like to see the, the depth kind of fill out and, and figure out what the hell is going on with that fourth line. Because, right, you know, every night it seems like it's a different combination. It's yeah. Corrales playing wing, Corrales playing center, Lindholm's in, Lindholm's out. It's like figure out figure what the fourth line is. And that's that's, I mean... I'm not knocking it. That's that's what the fourth line should like. You should try and figure out what works there. But th- this is the time to figure it out. Get it sorted out in the next you know three weeks or so, so that the last two three weeks of the season you can have your playoff lineup playing all together and get it all sorted out and hit the ground running once you once you get to the playoffs. Yeah, that's going to be important because last year that's you're right. That's what helped us. But you know maybe the addition of a mm-hmm. Richie too will help and. You know, well, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see what happens with uh with those changes. Yeah, I agree. Get the get these four lines set of what they're going to be in the playoffs, and then have your guys that you know are going to be able to slot in in certain spots. I mean, that's. I mean, I think you hit it right on the head there. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be key, and that's how that's how you're gonna make a late run. That's how teams make late runs. That's sort of why Tampa Bay fizzled out. You know, Columbus shut down their shut down their power. They had nothing else, and that's 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 what happens in the playoffs. And you can, I say it all the time, when you play during the regular season, it's completely different because you come in for a night and you're gone. When you when you play in the playoffs, you can focus on a team's strengths and their weaknesses, and you can exploit them, and it's a lot easier to not easier, but it's 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 a lot more beneficial because you can actually game plan for a series against the team. So, um, you know, depth is, is important. So that's, that's, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about where we head off? I think I'm good. Or do we cut, no, do we cover one all? extra topic? Not, not one, one extra what? topic. No, fine. Fine. We're, we're not, I don't pay you enough to talk about the extra. To- you the you extra get topics. the type of takes you pay for. <laughs> 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 Content. That's fair. Uh, well, thank you, thank you for joining us again. You can tell me where we can uh, get more of your great hockey you can takes. Get some of my lukewarm hockey takes over at Twitch.tv/wobbleplays. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube, Wobbleplays, Twitter. Look at Shut him up. looking into the camera. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> Ever, always, nobody's ABC watching. Always nobody's watching. And, uh, <laughs> you can uh, also find uh, a project that me and Big Country do, um, similar to a uh, type of podcast style where we talk about NHL 20. Uh, hockey ultimate team called Hutheads. Um, you can find that by searching Hutheads in YouTube because we don't have a unique URL. So if you have YouTube, hop on over, uh, subscribe to the channel, and help us get to that uh, 100 mark. Big Country working. Uh, you? you can find me over on Twitch as well. Big Country 7914. Um, also on YouTube, same thing. And then Instagram and Twitter are both big underscore country 7914. Uh, you want, you know, 
my hockey knowledge, which is greater than my gameplay. That's that's where you want to come find me. So if you want to see some mediocre gameplay with some uh, some top top notch hockey knowledge, that's that's where that's where to come get me. Join the shoot score happy community. Man, shoot score one. happy, baby. Shoot score happy. Very 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 good. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen. Don't forget, you can also find us here at the Boston Sports Center on Twitter and Instagram at Boston Sports SYN. You can check out articles from all four teams. If we just got a new Celtics writer, which is, there'll be some Celtics coverage coming. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm cross-promoting. No, it's right? be like, don't don't make those faces. I'm cross-promoting. There's no Celtics coverage. Yeah, no, awesome. yeah. Got a Celtics writer. And if you're a fan of the Bruins, we are trying to get one or two Bruins writers to come to come and be a part of be a part of the syndicate. Um, and all of those are on www.bostonsportssyndicate.com. You also, if you're planning on going to a uh, sporting event, a concert, comedy, uh, or anything like that, you can head over to SeatGeek.com and use code BSS, and you'll save yourself twenty dollars off of your first purchase. If you purchase, make a new email. Um, and you can save yourself $20. Uh, and as always, you can hear our podcast on Apple Podcasts, by Google Play, and Podomatic.com. So thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time.